It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Our pets' heads are falling off. We don't have any jobs. We don't have any running backs. We're going to try and figure that out today, though. John Barcher, James Seltzer, all here with you. Go Birds number 21. And uh, listen, you can ease your sorrows on Thursday night if you go to Cotman in Frankfurt, because that's where James and I are going to be. We're going to be chilling out. We're going to be doing, what, two hours of probably pregame stuff, an hour of pregame stuff? I don't know. You're going to see James do push-ups. He can actually make a falafel on the spot, too, which I'm... Can and will, John. Very excited can to see. Can and will. It's the... Uh, I'm ma- amazing at push-ups. That's right. right. Don't undersell my push-up ability. I would never. I would like never a, do that. a top, I don't know, five million type push-up <laughs> guy. Top five million? I'm one of the five million best push-up guys. That uh, puts you in like the 45th percentile. I'm not even like close that. to that. I'm probably in the top billion, I would guess, <laughs> if I had to be real. Well, if you want to see James do push-ups and make a falafel, it's the uh, Mayfair Business Center tailgate that we're going to continue to do every away game. Uh, a lot of great stuff that's going on in there. Plus, Plus. as you'll see tomorrow around 2.30, 
we're getting Go Birds t-shirts, and you should probably come Actually, just for the Go two, Birds. John. Well, two. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I probably won't be able to post everything until two thirty well, with all of our if you're all good of enough. our fancy if you're things good going enough, up. You would, Johnny. Well, uh, I might not be, and you know what else <laughs> might not be? James Seltzer is uh, the current Eagles uh, running back situation. And I'm, you know, a lot of people have been uh, jumping on. Just, to, you know, how how much this is going to impact the Eagles in terms of Jay Ajayi. And you even tweeted out, I mean, I think everybody just kind of feels for Jay at this point. It was weird that he was there taking questions like it was just a just another game on uh, on Sunday and then heads to IR, broken back, busted up knee on a contract year. It was, it was terrible news. It was terrible news for a Monday. Yeah, it really sucks. And, and uh, I, you just feel bad for him, man. I mean, contract year trying to gut it out with a broken back and, and you know, tears the ACL. Not the knee that he's had the degenerative issues in, the other knee. So he just can't catch a break, man. And look, whatever you want to say about this year's team or how you're feeling or whatever, at least for me, the way that I feel is anyone who played a role, whatever the role was, and for what it's worth, J.H.I., your leading rusher in the playoffs, yes. played a big role. Anyone who played a role in winning me a Super Bowl is my guy for life. That's just the way I look at it. I don't care what happens. You're my guy. I love you. I appreciate you. And I feel like Philadelphia will feel that way forever with JJ. Oh, of course. And uh, we'll just have to see kind of where and how fast. I mean, it seemed like it was for, for an ACL, it seems like it wasn't the worst kind of ACL. Yeah, they're saying they just have, so. the ligament very likely, which is good for him. You know, you, you hope the best. It's going to be a tough road back, yeah. though, because, you know, he's got the other knee issue, of course, the broken back still, and then just heading into the free agency market off of that. It's going to be tough. I, I think you're seeing J.J. sign a one-year type prove-it deal yep. next offseason. So yeah, once it's again. a bummer for him. I feel bad, especially just how hard he was trying to, to play through the back and, yep. you know, really just Gave us everything you had, so. Yeah, and who knows? You might see him, uh, see him end up uh, back here, depending totally. on what happens. So, I mean, a one-year deal type thing. It's the type of deal that you could see how he's signing. Uh, well, this guy was on my list, but he literally just got signed by the Jaguars. So, Jamal Charles is out. If that was he was any- not on my list, John. Okay. If it makes you All feel right. any better. All right, I was good. I, I think the Jamal Charles guys. thing has has ended and been done. It ended two years ago. Yes, but, you know, I was just a look. Just an he's a name out there. He's a name. So I know that's. Pretty much been on everyone's mind. And look, uh, the Josh Reed, who is uh, works for uh, this NBC affiliate, CBS affiliate up in Buffalo, has said that it's a the, guy from Buffalo. It's a dude from Buffalo. And look, <laughs> can I just be honest for a second? Yeah. This guy's a dork. Like Ooh, what a dork! What a dork! He's like shots fired. He's come he's on, Josh, come least, at us. Least, least, least coolest version of like John Clark. That's what I and wow. and I think he's and John Clark's pretty cool. John so. Clark's cool. I like I mean, John Clark a cool. lot. Uh, this guy is not cool, but he hangs out. <laughs> he just hangs out with Sean McCoy all the time. So he's the one that's starting off uh, the the hey the Eagles have uh, checked back in uh, with the Bills on Sean McCoy and uh, Mike Garofalo had said that they had done that before in the past today on the NFL Network. So yeah, I mean, would it surprise me? No. And then you know, little Bo tweet about <laughs> one to two two second round or two uh two day two picks for him and which is doesn't sound right or ridiculous i don't think that's i really don't think it's a realistic option when you break it really? down no it's it's not ah. a, it's not a how we move see if i had to bet the farm right now you'd on probably who, say he's in the lead i think he's in the lead i do uh look i'm not saying that's what i would want them to do we'll get into what we would prefer sure. and all that but i think that when you Take into account the compensation it will cost, and I don't even think it would take two day two picks. I think you'd get him for a fifth or something along those Which is lines. Probably about what he's worth. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a fair price for him. 
Um, I, I just think it makes a lot of sense for the Eagles. I think it's a guy they know. It makes sense that they've inquired in the past. I know they inquired last year before the JHI trade. It's a guy they know, a guy they you know can kind of count on in a certain yeah. way, in their mind at least. So I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Again, not the move I would make, but I think the Eagles, I think that is for me right now of all the potential moves out there, that's my leader in the clubhouse for what I would expect to happen. All right. Well, uh, James Shelter, let's play. Who is the next Eagles running back as? Uh, I'm going to start with a, with a couple of names. Our first contestant hails from Hackensack, New Jersey. So Ooh. kind of a from here angle. Kind of. As it's been brought up. He's actually played. I like la- to call Hackensack the sack. <laughs> that's, 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 Personally. So from, from the sack. From the sack. Uh, he played. You call all of New Jersey the sack. Am I right? Yeah. hey Or the armpit. Either hey. one. Shout out to uh, New Jersey. We still love you. Uh, kind of. Uh, <laughs> allow us to turn left and pump our own gas. Yeah, but please. Again. Jug handles. What even are they? And why? 28 years old. 5'10", 215 pounds. Fresh off a of suspension from yesterday. And he looked pretty good doing it. Do the Saints trade away Mark Ingram? No. No. He's out. No. That's a big no. That's I look. No. Not. I would trade for Mark Ingram right now and not think twice about it. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They don't. They're they like the one-two punch like too much. They like the one-two punch. I think. Right. Look, I know it makes sense because Kamara looks so good while Ingram was out. I still think that they love those two guys, and I think they're going to keep Ingram. All right, James Seltzer, our next contestant from the Midwest, Cincinnati, Ohio. Ooh, Twenty-eight years of a big age. Big fan of chili. Was also uh, displaced and is with a new team, but he's got a contract-friendly deal as you could get out of it after next year, ladies and gentlemen. It's we, Carlos Hyde. We're going back to last year. That's Go get right. Carlos Hyde. That's my guy. Look, I would love them getting Carlos Hyde. I think he makes all the sense in the world. Again, I think it's a situation where, I, look, I know Nick Chubb looked great, and I think that he is the future as the running back in Cleveland, but I think the Browns are, are fighting right now, and I they think are. they're playing. I think they hang on to Hyde, and they keep that one-two punch. And he's still their lead back and doing all yeah, that, although not getting performing, a ton of work. not performing as well as you might think is the yards per carry, not hitting the holes, not seeing that stuff. So, And Nick Chubb's on the come-up. I'm just saying he's there. All right, let's go to somebody, a familiar face, James Seltzer. Maybe not with us. But with Doug Peterson, hailing from also Cincinnati, Ohio, and two a lot years of younger, guys, huh? At twenty-six-year-old, the next contestant, Spencer Ware. Spencer, don't call me Demarcus Ware. <laughs> um, look, yeah, I think that uh, nice. I like that. I think it is uh, the least sexy name that you Very brought up least. so far. Yeah, I'm it's I, not sexy. I like Spencer Ware personally. I've always thought he was a little better than people gave him credit for. Obviously, injured last year, wasn't able to play much. Fine. I don't think anyone's getting super excited about Spencer. I think it's a possibility. I would. I would say probably not going to happen. Not very sexy. It would be fine, but I don't think it's getting anyone going. All right, James. We're going to stay local and in Philadelphia Ooh. because I don't have one. I don't have two. But my friend, I have got three running backs for you. Oh. Corey Clement. Ho! Josh Adams. Ho! Wendell Smallwood. Oh my God, I know these guys. Are you okay with just riding this bad boy Do out? Do I have a choice, John? I mean, kind of. I don't know. I look, I don't feel great about it. <laughs> I, I think mean, the package of what they already have, are you just okay with staying, standing pat? Look, I don't think they're going to. I yeah, don't. I don't, do I. I don't buy the whole like, oh, we're just restructuring Fletcher Cox now yeah. for next year. Fuck that. Yeah. All right. That, that was done with a purpose. No it was done with a reason. They're making a move. If and they it, were making it before the injury. I think so, too. Yeah. I think, look, and I, oh, if either or they knew what Ajay, where Ajay was at, they couldn't trust him and finish the year at the back, whatever. 
All right. um, I think they're making a move, but look, I think that um, no. the question to me, is that good enough? No. No, it's not. It's, it's not clearly good enough. Not. It's just not good and enough. for the people Especially saying... Especially with Clement not fully healthy. Like, right. uh, if he had been 100% ready to go, and I do think they sat him, or they didn't play him in the uh, in the Minnesota game because of the Thursday nighter. I think if it had been a Sunday game, you probably would have seen him get some snaps. They said, all right, we're not messing around. We want to make sure he's ready to go for Thursday, dressed in an emergency. But um, he's not fully a go. No. And I, look, I don't, and we still don't know. I know a lot of people believe Corey Clement can be an every down back. We don't know that. We've never seen that. So I, that is not enough. No, it's me. it's not enough. And uh, and no offense to at fly 64. Again, with Sproles, too, we have no idea when he's Sproles didn't practice again today. He might never you play know. him. Uh, he, I don't think he is. And I mean, who knows? That's a big part of it. But uh, we'll, uh, who knows? I said Timmy Jernigan didn't seem like it. And he was, you know, Showing off on Instagram, you. the other day. Oh, called you out, yeah, Johnny. Listen, man, I'm going to play. Flashing those gold I'm teeth at you. That's right. They're so missing. Do you see these time. gold teeth? What does yeah. that tell you? <laughs> Means I'm ready to go. Maybe, maybe who's also ready to go? Our next contestant hails from Oakland, California. Oakland. He, uh, I think he lives there right now too. It's it's my best buy low option. 29 years of age. Has a little bit of problem with the PEDs. It's Doug Martin, the Muscle Hamster. Hey. I will tell you this, John. The only thing I like about him is that nickname. What a great nickname. Yeah, that's it. So Otherwise, I'm up. good on Doug Martin. I realize he's 29, man. He's 29. That yeah, went he's quick. Getting up there. That went quick. He's getting up there. I'm going to make the call Doug Martin never relevant again in the NFL. I, I would, I'll be on record to say I'm okay with Doug Martin. Whoa. I'm okay if you bring him in on a See, very low price. Just because his name's Doug. Just because his name's Doug. Doug so, and Doug. Because that's the only then, argument I can make. And then instead of running the ball 30% of the time, he'll run the ball 40% of the time, which seems to be uh, what everybody runs even though that they are in a loss and they're losing and all that other fun stuff, too. So, uh, let's go to a very another popular name that's been coming up today. I think it even came up I'll just on the say yes. show. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no matter who it is, because you've been I think I know where you're me. going. Uh, I might have seen the screen you're reading off of. Well, you stop cheating, first of all. From Tinley Park, Illinois, that might as well be Chicago, 25 years of age. He's in a dual back thread. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Telvin Coleman. It's Tevin. Don't call me Kevin Coleman. <laughs> I uh, I would love Tevin Coleman. I think so he's awesome. I, I, I just think, think it's, not gonna do yeah, it, right? I think it's unlikely they move him. I, I really, really don't see that one happening. But look, I would take Tevin Coleman in a second. All I right. love Tevin Coleman. We'll go uh, speed round to, uh, to wrap up this segment nope. here. Mike Gillisley? Nope. And uh, the only other name I had in the Green Bay backfield, because his best asset, as he quoted, I just smashed motherfuckers in the face. Jamal Williams from the Green Bay Packers. Nope. Can't do it. Give me Aaron Jones. Can yeah, we well, trade I mean, for Aaron Jones, please? Have, I mean, you I know. could, but you can't. Like, Well, they seem to want to play Jamal Williams, even though Aaron Jones is so much better. Yeah, he didn't get a snap oh, in the Mike second McCarthy half. Oh, Mike McCarthy making bad decisions. Who could have possibly predicted that? Who could have imagined that? that happening? Yeah. yeah I, 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 look, nothing to do with Jamal Williams. He stinks. Um, I just, um, I really, other than I only, and I know it's, I don't even know how, it's not realistic anymore. And everybody's been talking about Le'Veon Bell for months now. Uh, unless it's that, don't give me anything. I, John, I'm with you. There is no, I don't care. Uh, again, go Tevin, find a safety. Tevin Coleman, I would do. I just Tevin don't Coleman think, I don't do, think he's getting moved. Carlos right. Hyde, I would do. I don't think he's getting moved. Um, you're right, man. I, I, I'm with you. I would trade for Lev Bell right now. I'd give up a second, whatever it takes. I would do it. I think that guy makes enough of a difference for you offensively. Certainly. Both in pass protection, it running routes, as a running back. Le'Veon Bell is potentially the best non-quarterback offensive player in the NFL. Like That's how good this guy is. He makes a massive difference. I think you go get him if you can. Outside of that, I just don't I don't know if any of the guys we talked about are realistic options. 
make enough of a difference. And when we reacted on the post-game show, you know, I was just sitting there yelling and screaming like, I don't have any answers. I don't know what to do next. But honestly, if this offensive line just plays at a normal level, not at an extraordinary level, just at a normal level again, and I still... They're four Man, and one. I mean, John, th- they're four and one if the offensive line yeah. plays at a normal level. Yeah, and this is, and we're going to be concerned about running back as you should. I still think they need a body in there just in rotation, just due to health. Like Darren Sproles is not hundred percent. Like they still need a running back. Someone, four, but you can get yeah. a body anywhere from that. Um, and Someone's coming in. It's yeah. just a question of who or what level of guy and it boy, is. Boy, there are no free agents. That's why I'm okay with Gillisley if he wants to come in and, and sling for th- uh, three carries or four carries. He's, he's not good. He's not good at all, though. But That's I get not, it. None of but these I guys get are it. good. Yeah. Yeah, look, that Gillisley is the best of those guys where you don't have to give anything up for him. Right. I don't know if how it improves your football team, if at all, and I, I don't see the, the body the, the Eagles doing that either. But um, the, 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 the problem stops and starts with the offensive line. And even Carson today admitted a little bit, like, he said that's fair when it comes to, is it, you know, who said it? Jason Peters, our guy wants to go make a play, so we got to block longer. I... Even By if it's way, true, I yeah, hate that. I hated it. Who, I hate. Who cares? Don't call out your fucking quarterback are you serious like enough you've sucked ass this year sorry bro you can't even make it through games yeah look i love jason peters i respect everything he's done for this team are you serious that guy carson wench is the future he's gonna be here a lot longer than you are bro like keep it to yourself first of all and we don't know what the whiz thing is but you and i both theorized we don't (laughs) I don't know what else it could be. If it is not play-related, and I know the Eagles say it is, yeah. but it's hard Bullshit. to believe. Exactly. Because all you have to do is watch Ike, Ike Smalo play. Yeah. He doesn't even deserve to be called Ike Smalo. You should call him Isaac. But <laughs> all you have to do is watch him play, and you know that it's not performance-based. So. Oh, hold on. I like that James is the only one that really <laughs> sticks with his nickname, and he I just really took like it back the from Ike him. Thing. That's amazing. You can't have it anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I love it, but you got to play better, man. Uh, you can't be an Ike. You're no, not playing like an Ike. You're playing play. like an Isaac. Yeah. So, stupid and Isaac. That, but that's part of this. That's like you. anybody... And listen, people, even on Twitter, go, how can you say that? That's ridiculous. I, tell me something else. Yeah. And and Doug got caught. It Shout to Jeff McClain, because he got caught, and nobody picked up on it. I don't know. if Maybe I'm looking into it too Just much. Just the stumbling there. Holy hell, that large breath in between. Well, why did you have Isaac Salomalu playing center from literally OTAs until what we think is week four practice, then take all the snaps at guard, it's just not logical sense. No one's sending a message. You don't send a message by benching the guy that's actually playing okay on the offensive line. You know, I mean, that's that's what I, that's why I don't understand. So, and look, it just, wasn't. It doesn't seem like it's a coaching decision. Is all I'm saying. And I agree. And look, whatever it is, if it is Jason Peters related, fuck you, Jason. Sorry, play yeah. for the team, bro. It's not about who you want to play next to. It's what's best for the team. And again, this is us theorizing or right. whatever, trying to make sense of it. On the flip side. Wiz, keep it to yourself. Like, I don't I don't care why you got benched. Like, I know it sucks. Don't be tweeting that out. That's the issue. Well, is, I, I'm keeping an eye on that right now because uh, our boy ESP is down in the locker room and hopefully, ask hopefully he talks at it's some point. The whole, the whole thing is happening. like, it's, it's, it's bad, John. Like, I don't, this is a team that last year, and again, we've talked about how unique that was, but they won the Super Bowl because of that locker room, because of the team, because of how they all banded together that belief, the underdog. We all we got, we all we need. We're not feeling that this year. And I know no. we said you couldn't re- recreate it, but man, people talking out. J.H.I. complaining about wanting the ball before, obviously, mm-hmm. now you can't have the ball. Uh, Wiz coming out like that. Jason Peters calling out Carson Wentz. Like, what is going on down there? Do you remember the conversations we had celebrating after the Super Bowl and saying how I thought the chemistry part of this, although it's there clearly, is incredibly overrated? 
because it's really talent and wins that is propelling all this stuff. And look what's happening now. <laughs> not overrated. It's not. It's <laughs> not it, overrated. It, it's it's three losses. It's two wins, and people are bitching. And that's what happens when you lose. And this sure. is a part of it too. And I think there are opportunities to really make mountains out of molehills here. Even with us talking about Peters, even if it, even if that's true, whatever. Yeah, you look. know, you can. There are things that you can get over to go and, and win football games. And really, that's what they need to do. It's why it's. We'll get into a little bit, but that's why Thursday night is incredibly important. I just think from a locker room standpoint, because there are times when it just feels like they aren't flowing or connected in the same a lot way. of times a lot of times and there on the field and in the lot like off the field right. both and there hasn't been much that's changed from the core amount of guys that were here at all and the ones that are new are either injured or yeah you know they're, they're not point. really around so yeah. it's just it is still the same same core group more, of guys. more or less yeah but here's what i, I want to go back to the, the the peter's theory for a minute because well before we do that actually I uh, have to get a visit from Jenna because she has one of the most gorgeous beers that you need to drink this week. Uh, Jenna, <laughs> we, it's been it's been a rough week, I think, all around. Not just, I mean, we we've already been talking about how the Eagles have just been um, whew, uh, very depressing, and now we're both sitting here right now mm-hmm. at this moment. JJ is now done. I mean, at least probably for the year. Maybe there's a. I don't even know. This is brand new. JJ is on IR. Can you please lift my spirits? <laughs> I see this. Uh, you have once again brought uh, four six-packs in front of me. That makes me feel good already. Yes. But then I see it's the the Devil's Reach Belgian-style ale. Mm-hmm. Tell me where the name came from, first of ah, all. Ah, so it's actually, uh, it's a Belgian beer, and uh, there's a lot of history with uh, Belgian beers having reference to, especially strong ales, which this is uh, inspired by, being referenced to devil, like Duval and some of those oh, other okay. things. Yeah, yeah. So, Wait, Duval means devil? I'm just uh, learning about this right, right now? I, wow. You know, it's about the extent of my knowledge of, the, of Belgian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that, that may be like a hop or two. But okay, uh, yeah. Um, but it's actually named for a uh, particularly treacherous uh, part of the um, sea, right by Cape May. So it was, it's just like turn, reaches a like sharp turn. Down. Oh, gotcha. so okay. yeah so it's a part of uh it's a really difficult for folks to navigate uh sailors to navigate with their boats so it kind of feels like a right juncture maybe for the, the eagle season yes. at this point oh, yeah uh, absolutely we're in we're in we're in deep now and <laughs> yes, uh, yes. we're within the devil's clutches and the devil's reach I it think. is and uh, uh mm-hmm. we, are, we are right there that is a perfect way to kind of <laughs> exemplify this season <laughs> and this week and almost reminds me of you remember did you ever watch that really stupid 90s movie called airborne oh 100 percent Devil's yeah. backbone, <laughs> Devil's Reach. You've yeah, been mm-hmm. seeing the similarities here. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and this is. You also said that this is a, a, a spirit lifter because once again, just like last week, a lot of a lot of strong ABV, eight point six in this one, but yeah. still incredibly drinkable. Got a Pilsner flow to it. <clears throat> Yeah. Why is why how how is that? How do you guys keep making beers that are going to hit me where they need to hit me, but also not overpower me when I yeah. Well, I I will be. I was coming in with a lot of excitement, enthusiasm. uh, The news about JJ is heartbreaking, but I still think that this can do the trick. So yeah. So this is a this is one of our our classic beers. We were inspired a few years ago uh, with our saison yeast that we have. So uh, it's like this, you know, kind of bright. Fruity, a uh, little bit uh, effervescent kind of yeast oh, that you nice. can use in okay. beer. Yeah, so uh, it, it it instills a really interesting flavor on a Belgian. A lot of them are uh, maybe a little bit more bready and thick, uh, and they'll weigh you down. Uh, but this one, because of that yeast, it just plays. 
it really speaks uh, pretty loudly, I would say. So, okay. um, you know, you've got the like kind of basic Pilsner malt, so it's got a nice blonde color to it. The Saz hops add some pepperiness, so uh, it'll sneak up on you, much like the the Devil's Reach Wood. It's yes. a eight point six ABV. So, uh, is it going to make me call like you know girlfriends and moms and things like that and say <laughs> weird stuff to them? At I, point? I would recommend putting your social media okay. away if you're going to have more than a couple. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if the taste and the you know just easy drinking it, it doesn't lift your spirits, the the ABV is going to oh, wonderful kind of back that, that up. That might be a, another good idea that you and Scott and everybody over there, Kate May Brink, can come <laughs> up with is the Cape May, do you really want to send this text or phone <laughs> call to, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to yes, yeah, We do have a, a warning idea. in the tasting room when people ask for the Wi-Fi. That, oh, really? You know, <laughs> yes. Recommended things. Going on untapped. Uh, <laughs> going on our Cape May Bruco uh, Instagram. Okay. Not recommended. Not Stalking access on Facebook. And That's excellent. Like that. yeah. So not mm-hmm. only do you bring the beer knowledge, but good <laughs> life lessons as well. This looks delicious. Yeah. Uh, once again, and where can they find this this fine Devil's Reach Belgian-style ale? Sure. Well, again, I, I brought cans. We've got plenty of them. Yes. It's a year-round beer, so you can find it in liquor stores in New Jersey, in uh, bottle shops, and uh, you know beer stores in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. It's one of, Because it's one of our classics, you'll see it uh, in a lot of bars and uh, restaurants in the area as well. Capemaybrewery.com. Uh, Capemaybrewery.com. There we go. Uh, is, nice. uh, yeah, the place to go. Check out the Beer Finder. Uh, you can get it in these beautiful like tulip glasses. Classes. This tends to be one of the like smaller sippers out of the bunch, but uh, but definitely lots of places to get it. Awesome. We're excited to drink uh, yet another classic from the Cape May Brewing Company. Jenna, thank you for lifting my spirits, and <laughs> I guess now let's figure out this J.H.I. thing, huh? <laughs> I don't know how we do that. We also couldn't figure out why Wisniewski wasn't starting in the beginning of the season. Last year, yeah. Sailamalu was there, and then they went Sailamalu and Warmack and rotated, and then they went Warmack and Wiz and rotated, yeah. and finally Wiz was there, and then guess who wasn't there the rest of the season? Yeah, big V's in. So really, yeah, look, it's again- I'm just saying, like, there's, it's is, not just out of nowhere. I just want people to understand yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's 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 a theory, but yeah. there's there's evidence to support the theory, yeah. I would say. And listen, from all the things I've heard, Wiz isn't exactly sunshine and rainbows down there either, so I'm not saying, like, oh, poor Wiz. I'm just saying- I don't give a shit who what's going on. Knock it off, and just like you're saying, play for the team. Play for the squad. Yes, best play, players. Exactly. I don't care if you don't like each other. Go. Exactly. Yeah. I don't care if you don't like the guy next to you. But we respect one another. Yeah, yeah. Suck it up and play football, man. <laughs> yeah. Suck it up and play football. You're getting paid shitloads of money to go out there and play football. Be a man. Do your job and play football. And if it is true, I got an even bigger problem with Doug. And with the coaching staff. Yeah. That's outrageous. And again, we are theorizing here. Yeah. But if it is true that Jason Peters or whoever said, I don't want to play next to Wiz, put someone else in there, you're not doing your job, Doug. You no. cannot let a player come and say that to you and you make you kowtow. Or whoever. Or whoever or it is. Or anybody. That's my that's point. What I'm saying, that's what I'm like, saying is the I, best player's got to play. I still feel like it's, it's definitely Doug's team, but like, what is this? I don't know, man. I really don't, especially because we, like, and I thought he deserved all the credit for it last year. Doug did for bringing everyone together yeah. and creating that rallying cry and adjusting when Nick came in and all that. We're not seeing that Doug this year so far. We're just not. And that's what's um, throwing this whole thing off. It's why we kind of looked at some of the, you know, the challenges, the play calling. Like, it just seems like it's uh, fly by the seat of our pants. And a little bit rightfully so here, too. I mean, like, I am, and even in saying this, I I don't believe at all that this is, and, and due to 
the wonderful division of the NFC least. Thank you. Which is now Thank you, NFC least. Oh, I mean, thank you so much. Everybody's I love two this division. And, everybody's two and two, everybody's two and Whoa, three. That's everybody's a funny thing too. They're facing a Giants team that like more dysfunctional than they are yeah. right now. What are the odds? They're actually facing a team where the, the star receiver gets a, a huge contract and is right. talking out about the team and Pat Shermer's like talking crap about him. It is great. And now apparently I think I saw uh Little Wayne. Uh, yeah, Little Wayne. What? <laughs> it's it's, what, it's what going after Eli Manning. What was he doing now? Why is Little Wayne involved in that interview? I looked. I don't at, know. I saw the screenshots before I saw the interview on Twitter, and like I look at it, and then I did a double take, and I'm like, "The fuck is Little Wayne doing there? Is Why is Little Wayne? What is yeah. happening? What yeah. world am I living in?" Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's uh, yeah, Little Wayne defends. Uh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> Little Wayne defends Beckham, takes shot at Eli Manning and Smokey Well. The Instagram video. Oh man, we might have to pull the. Uh, this is great. The audio from all this stuff. Oh, you got, here's the quote, Eli. Man, every time I'm doing an interview about you, it doesn't have to be an interview. Even in the crib amongst homies, Lil Wayne says, every time somebody badmouths you, you can ask me, uh, my homie, ESPN employee, uh, Skip Bayless. Shout out to Skip. First thing I'm going to say is, listen, I've got an uncle who's doing time that remembers seeing Eli, Archie, Peyton Cooper at five in the morning, every other morning at the schoolyard, way before the students practicing. Da, da, da. He just kind of goes in on after him, and he goes, you don't have to like me. I didn't say anything bad about you, man. Dang. So I ain't going to say anything bad about you now. You're still my hometown love. I still fuck with you, Eli. It's all good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I look, here's the I thing. I love this. Eli Manning and Lil Wayne beefing. This is, this is just awesome. right on top of the and, chair. And, and here's the thing. Um, look, we all know Eli sucks now. There's no question it's about terrible. it. And for the most part, Eli is not as good as his career achievements we're always get thrown in our face and then that's why everybody yeah. says he should be a hall of famer and then he's going to get it into the fucking hall of fame when he shouldn't be yeah yeah but when philip rivers has had a much better career yeah yep but 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 he still won two super bowls for that team <laughs> there it is and if you're if yeah. no but i'm just saying if you're odell beckham if you're a little fucking wayne like yeah. re, like i'm sorry he might not be good now but show a little respect like a touch of respect for the fucking quarterback same thing here with jason beers calling out wentz and wentz has not won a super bowl here yeah. or whatever but played a yeah. role in a big one but like respect your quarterback respect your leaders like i don't know it bothers me i, I feel like that is it's it's out of line it's out of line especially i mean the Peters thing, like, that was a slight shot. You don't need to say that, man. Yeah. You don't need to. You could say that in a way. You could say, hey, we're doing our best. Wentz is running around back there. We're just trying to give him all the time we can. That's right. Like, you you said it in a way that was a, a shot at Carson Wentz. You didn't need to do that. Like, hey, man, you need to get rid of the ball quicker. Like, what are you it's, doing, it's, man? It's not, a, it's not a good thing to say hey, when hey, you're getting we're, beat. we're blocking, but our quarterback won't get rid of the ball. What do you want me to do, man? I can only block for so long. Like, really? So then it goes down to, what do you want Carson to say? Well, if the guys would fucking get open, then yeah, maybe you would have to right, block them. Right, exactly. And then it just, you know, and then it just, just goes take on. Take it like on, a man, man. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but I, I am enjoying, um, you know, Odell Beckham, just now that he's gotten his money, is just oh, it's great. not getting- Loose cannon. Not, not getting approved at all by so, doing quick. the interviews with ESPN. Did you hear about that, too? The Giants didn't know that he was doing that? Did that? No, oh, this no is idea. great. This it's is great. Just, and Pat Shermer <laughs> is like milk toast and has no idea how to handle anything. Um, what do you think about that? Like, I, I hear a lot of people say, like, I wouldn't want Odell Beckham on my team. And I used to stand for the no, screw that. He's awesome as a player. I would take him. Starting to seem like I don't know if I'd want Odell Beckham on my team. Sign me up, man. Yeah. See, I, that's generally where I've been coming from. But like, 
This shit is so stupid. Yeah, because, it's so they, stupid. It's so meaningless and stupid. Like, why create discord? Why create dysfunction? Because you can. Because they have they have no idea what they're doing there. Because it's true. Because Pat Fair. Shermer is filling cavities rather than controlling his football team for the first time ever. I think he like yelled and screamed after getting. Oh, hey, a sixty-three yard field goal loss is a real is the is the one that's yeah. the kick in the dick that. By you're the way, yell Pat about? Shermer yelling and screaming is like, guys, I'm very disappointed <laughs> in you. You are not playing well. No one is having cookies. I'm sorry to raise my voice right now, I'm but I am very mad. Taking away Taco Tuesday. I <laughs> can't chip, believe. Chill, Chip. All right, chill. <laughs> the ice cream will now be frozen yogurt. Nah, you did this to yourselves. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I'm really mad. <laughs> I know you can tell that I am, but I just want to reiterate how mad I am. I'm very, and I don't say this often disappointed <laughs> about how this football team is performing. It, uh, but that's here's the only thing that scares me about this game too. One, I oh god, to have a two and four conversation off of uh, especially Super Bowl. off of a loss to a shitty, shitty, yes. shitty Giants team. Well, and this is and all the stuff we were talking about, like that'll light and put a little more gasoline on. You know, hey, we're two and four now. We're supposed to be the Super Bowl no, team. But a freaking tank of gasoline yeah. on it, like a tanker. Yeah, because I noticed in when uh, they were doing the fifth quarter here at WIP, and our good friend Jolly, who is there sitting talking talking to Chris Long. Chris Long is starting to get annoyed at the Super Bowl stuff. Now it's pointing at, like, well, you're the guys that keep bringing it up. And, you know, people asking about the Super Bowl hangover. It's like, well, you're the ones that are hey, making it You're the ones who are up. playing like and a Super Bowl you hangover. Should, you should go ask uh, the players in the locker room from Doug during his Monday morning yeah, press Doug conference. Yeah, Doug did and that. Go, okay. See, I don't like All that. All right. And I'm the, I'm a, Chris Long's the best. I will never rip Chris Long for anything st- tangible but in this case like your coach said go ask the players like what do you want guys to do yeah that's on you hey play better hey don't look like you have a malaise hey don't keep you know lining up off sides don't keep doing this doing that like talk to your players keep it in the locker room chris like you're a leader play yeah. like it yeah and like, and hey, granted chris long has played better than most this year yeah, chris yeah, long's having a nice really, year really well. he's played really well but i don't i don't i don't think that's fair I don't. I think that that is the question that people should be asking that locker room. Well, like, he, I'm yo, sorry. Yeah. You are you look like you have a Super Bowl hangover, and I'm going to ask you about it. Yeah, they, and I, I agree with that. Um, now, asking it every day is one thing, and that can be an annoyance, but I haven't seen it brought up other than this past week. And even talking about the Giants, like, don't prove Ben McAdoo right. You're proving Ben McAdoo right. They don't know how to handle success, and this is kind of like – What's hanging over there right now? Now, ben all, that's McAdoo what I'm saying. has never been right before. We I know. can't let this can't let this happen. And, guys. You, and you have a Ben McAdoo offense that you're going up against, basically. And listen, the short passing game is going to come. This going to be scary. And, is, and for what it's worth, like it's tough to go on the road on a Thursday night. Like it's not an know. eating to do in the NFL. The vast majority of these Thursday night games are won by the home team, and they are. And uh, that's the that's the like that's why I say this is a this you have not for the season. But just for their mentality, this is a must-win game to be like, all right, we're we we, we had out. that like yeah, chill I, out just for themselves, not for us. Like we're gonna freak out no matter what. Yeah, if it's a shitty win, we're still gonna complain about it. We just we know ourselves yep. a little here. So for them, just to be like, hey, we went on the road, we won, and and we're good now. That's why I think it's majorly important that they win it. That's why I'm calling it a must-win, and this is some of those things that I'm just I I don't. It's amazing to me. I know it's really silly because what else are you going to do? That like, how bad do you have? How bad does Trey Sullivan have to be where a guy can go play starting safety at free safety 
and they don't even call you up. Like they they don't have any depth. Corey Graham's injured. Trey Sullivan, not even gonna not even gonna go that way. That's I the t- answer is really bad. Really John. bad. Yeah. Really bad. And that's why. I really am more focused on the safety position than I would be on the running back position. I know it's been a hot topic all week. I know we just played a game about it, but to me, that's still the biggest thing that might screw this defense up uh, the most throughout the season. This team. And this team, too. And honestly, with all the narratives that I'm tired of hearing with the secondary, like they need somebody to solidify that position. And I, I would be kind of angling for something like that. And that's an even tougher market. I know we that's brought up the, the problem, right? We brought up the honey badger, but you know, again, the Texans. Two thank you again, by the way, for beating the Cowboys. They're not going to go anywhere. Why would yeah. they trade anything away from from what they were doing? They're starting to get things going. Bad division, you know, and that's the that's the reality of all this. Whether it's running back, whether it's safety, I just don't think that there is any major thing to be to be made here, unless, like you said earlier. Howie's not doing that cat move for nothing. You're not going to save $12 million into next year because you can. There's a ton of different ways where you can cut uh, a bunch of contracts and stuff like that. And so. the way it was announced, the timing yeah. of it, it just is like... They're doing something. They're doing something. The question is what... I actually agree with you. I think safety is the bigger issue for this team right now. I really do. I think that if you can fill that safety hole, I think the the problem, like you just said, is is there's no one to go get. Like The yeah. guys who are on the market are on the market for a reason. And teams just don't really have a ton of safety depth to trade away guys, especially competing teams. So um, it's a tough spot, man. It's a very tough spot. Um, I think that there's uh, I think this move gets announced, obviously, after Thursday, whatever it is, because they don't want to distract the team rolling in. And I don't think we'll have that in the next 48 hours. But it does. Do you think that whether they win or lose has a factor on the roll? I do. I absolutely do. If they are three and three, then they'll pull the trigger. Yeah, I think, or if they're trying to wait out a price or whatever, if they're two and four, I don't think they do it. I don't, I don't know if it does or doesn't, but I think that it makes a lot of sense that it should. Yeah, I think if you lose that game on Thursday night, I would be a lot less inclined to want personally to want to give up a second or a first or whatever it would take for Lev Bell or someone of the similar ilk. Um, whereas if they win, I think I'd be more inclined to, and and I think that. I don't know if it. I don't know if the Eagles are looking at it that way or not, but I, I I agree with you. I think it should factor in. Yeah, because that makes it that makes it easier to go after Le'Veon Bell. You're three and three. You're you're right in the. I guess you would be the the, the default leader in the. Technically, NFC. you'd be tied. I guess tied until Washington, Washington plays, plays one way or the other. Yeah. So I'm fine with that, and and that's what I know. I even saw Vince Quinn tweet this out. It's not going to solve their problems. No, but it's going to make them score points, which is a huge problem. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's that, a problem. That it is a it is a large problem. Um, I more so than the safety position. Let me get that out of the way. Like the safety, it's it's weird how I'm rationalizing this, but I think safety is m- most important in terms of position and what they need, which could end up biting them towards the latter half of the season. Unless Avante Maddox like plays out of his mind and I yeah, or not, maybe Rodney McLeod somehow gets back right to, heals quick while well, that stuff. Um, but still, the biggest the biggest problem is not being able to score points. And that, that, again, I think goes back to offensive line and having a, a guy like Le'Veon Bell kind of run behind it. And I'm still back and forth with the whole uh, – the, the balance issue thing is coming up again. And the run pass. Yeah, and that is not, that is not what we should be we discussing. We know where you stand on it. It's not, but it's not even balanced. That's what I'm saying. No, I know. It's about getting it into a bunch of people's different hands. I think that – Which is the overall semi-issue right now. I No, I get, I get what you're saying. I do think that – I think that running the ball would help. I do get your point that, look, they need... The ball should be in Wentz's hands more often than not. I agree with that. Like, do we think that Wendell Smallwood should have 
ran the ball uh, down at the goal or down in the red zone as opposed to going on a wheel route for a touchdown? Right. No, I get what you're saying. I, I do think still utilizing the players. I think you need balance. I, I think that is important. I think we saw it last year when they started to run the ball well, the offense worked better. But again, look, you need to run the ball well. The offensive line. I think it does keep offensive linemen engaged in games when you run the Certainly. ball. They want to run block, all that type of stuff. I do think it matters, but I agree it's overblown. The issue is not that as much as execution and and just actually making plays. And uh, our friends over at PP, uh, PPF, sometimes they're PPF because they're PP. Uh, PFF gave, gave us the raw stats of uh, they're on the same pace as they were last year in terms of running for like 4.8 yards per carry, which is good. Their usage is down by 10% in the first uh, five weeks of the season, too, which is everybody says is pretty silly. Is hey, you get to hear me get a new email too hey, while this podcast. I'm dying to know that email. <laughs> yeah, same. Could be but, from anybody. Um, we are actually going to hold off uh, predictions. You can put that for down. yeah. Just that I don't even know why all, it was that's all John's fault. With. That's yeah. me. That's me. That's yeah, a rookie mistake. To, didn't have to happen. <laughs> uh, we are. We're going to wait on predictions for the weekend to make NFL picks on Saturday because uh, you know James and uh, ESP and his slick back here will have. I'm sure some great takes with Adam Lefko at uh, from one to four. Are we one to four? One to three, and then one to three, and then inside, inside the, the birds. birds. I'll that, be here one to four. Which they I'll be uh, hanging. Oh yeah, that's right. You'll I'll be, be hanging. You'll be monitoring, monitoring, monitoring things. Uh, Adam Kaplan does like to eat too many tasty cakes, and then you know Jeff Mosher likes to throw them at. Be like Adam, Adam you're cut off. You're done. No uh, more tasty cakes. That is for you. enough jelly crimpets because I don't know why you like them in the first place. Oh, we're gonna uh, have to argue about that. No, I'm Adam. just kidding. I'm oh, okay, good. I'm, I'm, I'm I like jelly. jelly crimpets a lot. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. I'm a, I just heard that Mosher wasn't. I think all jelly. I mean, all crimpets. I'm a fan of. Yeah, pretty much. There's not a crimpet that I couldn't eat. That's, exactly that's for sure. So, um, as far as this Giants game though, yes, I don't feel great about it. Oh no. I don't. I just don't feel great. Well, I, I look, like, I don't think you can feel great about anything the way this week is gone. No. <laughs> you know, like you lose a giant to start the week. You got Wiz talking out. You got Peters talking out. You know, they're minus three favorites. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, favorites again. on the road. So you like that. I think that's a, a. I think that's the right line for where these teams are at right now. If I had had to guess what the line would be, I would say Eagles three. Yeah. Um, I feel okay. I feel like the Giants' turmoil is just as turmoily. As it ours is, is if is. not more, I think that I believe in this team enough that they will go handle their business on Thursday night. Again, I know what you're saying. I think they win. I think they win too, but like, you think it's I be always kind of feel scary like all right, and they kind of come over with. I honestly think that this would be the first couple of drives from the offense will be like, all right, that's what we're looking for. Two back to back touchdowns and then. Ugly. All, and it'll just get ugly. Look, it'll be that. close. These yeah. games always are. The Giants play them tough. Even last year when they were the best team in football, the Giants played them tough. I'm with you. I think it'll be a. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout or anything like that. But I. I feel as confident as I could feel with this week the way it's been that the Eagles will handle business on Thursday night. Yeah, I'll go 20, like 20, 24, 24, 17, 24, 20, somewhere, somewhere in that range. There yeah, I think that's the, a for the birds. I think that's a fair number. And I don't. I wouldn't bet on it. I could easily see them winning by three. Yeah, um, I'm not on the so I, I could see it being 22-21. I could see it being any sort of score in that range. I think it's a close game. I think there are times where Ajita is going to kick in, and we're going to be like, <laughs> "Oh, the right now. But um, I, I think they win. Yeah, I think they do too. And uh, come out and hang out with us once again at the Mayfair Business Center. Um, there is uh, uh, a lot of stuff to do there. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of beers and uh, and fun things. Dumpy Ford's going to be there. He'll give you a free hat. That's uh, that's my favorite part of 
hanging out there. Did you get a free hat from? Of course I did. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. That's all I wear. That's all, so I'm just making sure. So that'll be on uh, on Thursday. Obviously, post game will be up uh, right after that, and we'll switch some things around with uh, the beast and things like that as those will kind of come out uh, probably towards next Monday, and then we'll go over all the NFL and NFC East action and then see how we really feel at the end of this one. James, any final thoughts here, buddy? Man, so many. <laughs> So many thoughts. I'll just say Go Birds. Go That's birds all I got well. right now. <laughs> For uh, episode number 21 of the Go Birds podcast, I'm John Barcher. That was James Seltzer. And this uh, was right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys. Go Birds. Go Birds.